Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. This is the ContenderCast. This is Justin Hahnemann. We are shining a light on bright ideas. I am super excited today. My guest is Joel Keeler, and he has started a very, very cool company called Trestle. And um, what's cool about this company is, you know, we've talked to folks on the podcast in the past that have started their own businesses, that have sold them. Uh, we've we've talked to individuals that have thought about starting businesses. We've talked to individuals that have thought about having their own company. And what I really think is interesting about this concept is that Joel has has gone out there and really gotten something started that brings together buyers and sellers in a really unique marketplace. So Joel, thanks for being on the podcast. Justin, thanks for having me. All right. So Joel, let's dive in. So talk about the history of what made you start this company and like you know how did you get to the point to, to decide to actually get it started itself yeah so yeah you kind of touched on it a little bit we're a marketplace for buying selling and investing um in private businesses so uh the reason i guess or the idea stemmed from the fact of kind of looking at my own situation and the situation around us i was looking and i grew up in a family where um a small business is is owned and we my my parents have kind of owned businesses throughout the years and we kind of looking at it and looking at other situations of people that my friends and stuff and their parents own own businesses and a lot of the times you don't have that perfect succession plan of of the parent passing down the business to the the children and we started looking kind of at the numbers and it was just kind of interesting and we found that uh, like about 4 million privately held businesses are set to change hands in the next few years. Right. And uh, this is a study from from Harvard, actually. And um, 75% of these businesses don't have an exit plan in place. Wow. So th- wow. This is, these are businesses that don't have that ideal situation where the son or daughter takes it over. Or, um, and they're actually stuck. They're, they have a great profitable business sometimes, um, and most times actually, uh, something that they've built up over decades. Sure. And it's just like what we call just like a very consistent, profitable business. And there's, <laughs> right. there, there's lineups out the door to, to buy them. So wow. uh, we just kind of looked at how it's done and we found that the market itself is fairly fragmented. Um, there's a few options when it comes to selling, you can kind of go to a business broker. And then we kind of looked at like the way that that is done, not to knock any business <laughs> right. brokers. We have, we have business brokers who, who use our platform as, as a tool, in fact. Sure. Um, and just finding that with leveraging the internet and technology, we're able to kind of uh, expose these, these businesses to a wider group of sellers. We have at a macro level, we have the baby boomers kind of moving out of the economy at a fairly rapid rate. Um, we have, I think, around 10,000 Americans are turning 65 every single day. Wow. Um, and then you have this influx of, of young people who, and it doesn't even have to be young people. It can be younger people. It can be people who have worked in the, the corporate world who are just ready to control their own business and want to control their hours and control be with their families. And and then, of course, we have the strategic buyers, the professional buyers, like a, um like the the private equities and stuff like that. So sure. So you mentioned, I mean, the percentage of of companies that don't have a plan. I think that's incredible. And when you talk to these businesses or talk to people that own these businesses, what do you typically find is the reason? Like, what is it that's 
the reason that they haven't seventy five percent. That's a huge number. Why? Why has there? Why isn't there a plan for that large number of companies? Yeah, well, I, I think a lot of it touches on just the fact that it's almost everybody's a first time seller. Um, Interesting. Okay, uh, we we do we do have people who have bought and sold businesses and kind of like flipped them, if you will, and kind of have had kind of an eclectic career. Um, but a lot of the time, it's people who have built from the ground up, started a company 30 years ago, um, and just now it's it's kind of been their baby, I guess, for, for lack of a better term, for, for decades. And now they're kind of shocked when, or maybe they assume that their kids or whatever are going to take it over. And sure. They kind of realize, wow, I'm I'm now 60 years old, or or whatever, and um, uh, it's time for me to retire and start looking at it. And, and for some reason, they don't have a plan in place, and it could be um, because of unforeseen circumstances. But I, a lot of the times, it is because it's their first time selling as well. Sure. Well, and I mean, if you think about it, if, if somebody wants to buy a business or sell a business, it's not necessarily a simple proposition. Today, although what I think is really cool about your platform is you're working to simplify that process and make, I'd, I'd say, provide more visibility. That's the way I would describe it. Yeah, pro- provide more visibility and just really, I guess, make it so people can realize that it's it's not, in fact, as as hard or as, as taxing as you want. Because I, I, there's so many people that um, that want to own a business and either they feel like they don't have the courage or the 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 mental capability or whatever the confidence or whatever sure. it is. Yeah. Um, but a, a big constraint that a lot of people have is they see a price tag, right. And they see like, let's say it's a million dollars for that business, right They're They see a million dollars say, I, I don't have a million dollars. Well, right. there's lots of different options to get, um, to get basically the financing and realistically a business, let's say is a million. It's kind of generating probably around, two and a half, uh, sorry, $250,000 profit. So they generally trade between three and five times um, earnings. So then if you break it down, in fact, you generally have to put about 25% down to qualify for an SBA loan, which is basically a loan that's backed by the government. Um, And of that 25%, generally you can split it um, half and half with with the seller. It's called a seller note seller note so then you're really looking at like 12 and a half percent and like that makes it a lot easier makes it a lot easier proposition to to swallow exactly sure yeah so if you go to trestle.com for those that are listening um you you, if you go to the uh, area where you can actually look at companies here i mean it's really interesting i mean i'm looking at my screen and i've got a ninety thousand dollar skincare clinic um in california uh, a nearly million dollar IT services firm uh, with with you know a couple million dollars in revenues uh, in in California a hundred thousand dollar commercial landscape company a jewelry store in Texas I mean wow I mean I know you're based in California uh, which I think is amazing it's a perfect place to be from a startup perspective it, it, how are you getting clients or customers and like you know what's your growth model yeah so we, although we're based in California we have listings that basically nationwide um the kind of the the main i guess um customer acquisition is is done through the web so a lot of people start with terms such as how do i get started or how do i sell my business what's my business worth uh we have 
tools such as like a business calculator on our platform that kind of just it just ways to draw in crowds and and lots of people look for how to sell or sorry excuse me how to buy and then that's that's generally how it kind of all comes together it starts for the most part uh, via search got it okay and so I jumped over a very important part of your offering, which is your overall platform. So whether you're a buyer or seller, right, you, you're, you're basically providing the platform for those to meet. So talk about the platform and what it, what it provides and then your revenue model. Yeah. So, so basically the platform is unique in a way that it allows businesses to kind of, um, or, or sellers, if you will, to, to list their business and we really kind of put the power in the seller's hands. So what I mean by that is that some listing sites, it's literally an online billboard where you slap up an ad and people will contact you. You generally get your email scraped. Um, You generally will get unsolicited um, emails based (laughs) off of that. You'll generally get um, people who are tire kickers um, so kind of the, the beauty of, of our system is that um, everybody has to pass, uh, everybody on our platform has to pass a level of verification. So they have to verify their email address, they have to verify their mobile phone, uh, just to even gain access to the platform. Um, so we, we kind of make sure that they are real people, it's not bots, it's any, nothing like that. Um, and then kind of the way that we separate it and really put it make it manageable for the seller and make it um, like, let them take control of who they want to deal with um, is basically through a mutual match system. So um, there's a listing for sale, a buyer can go on, request a match. And for whatever reason, that seller doesn't want to deal with them. They look at their profile, they're able to see it. Um, They can basically anonymously say, say no thanks um, for whatever reason um, and really take control over their confidence confidentiality which is extremely important when selling because we don't want um the employees to know they might get spooked think that they're gonna um lose their job there's a lot of issues with confidentiality um we ensure that that's kind of taken care of um through our platform and then it really gives them ultimately control of who they contact who they deal with and ultimately the terms of the sale and then kind of from there they're let's say a match does take place, basically they're put in a secure conversation where they can exchange information. They can right off the hop, they can sign, um, uh, send and download a a digital uh, NDA to kind of further along the deal. And then ultimately um, the seller, if they so choose, can can push a, a deal forward by doing a letter of intent all through the platform. It's saved, it's chronological, um, and it it's really just adds a level of transparency to the entire thing. When it's time, we set up an escrow. The funds are gone straight from are taken straight from the the buyer directly to the seller, um, and then we take our success fee. That's very very cool. We really just try and have it in kind of one system and kind of combine like the sourcing, the financing, the actual transaction for kind of just to enhance performance. So that's awesome. And so, um, yeah, I, this is the most interesting one that I've seen the mobile laser tag company. 
That's pretty cool. That's kind of an interesting one. Um, yeah. that's, that's pretty awesome. There's a lot of great variety of, of businesses Yeah, you, you, see, you definitely see uh, see a wide range. That's awesome. All right, so, I mean, getting something like this started uh, is no easy task. And I think, I mean, I'm guessing one of the biggest challenges is acquisition, whether it be buyers or sellers, right, and, and growing the community. Because obviously your platform is more valuable the more properties are listed and the more buyers you have coming to it. Um You've had to to learn different lessons in starting this business. What you know, a lot of our listeners are thinking about starting businesses, um, and I, I always like to have entrepreneurs like yourself share lessons learned. What would be some of those those key lessons that you've you know, you've found in your uh, path? Yeah, so I would definitely it's definitely one that I can't definitely I de- I can't claim that it's my original idea, but it, it's certainly one that gets tossed around, but it's, it's so true. And it's basically that you have to build for the customer. Um, you can sit around with kick around ideas. I mean, we were in the idea stage of, um, for a couple of years before we even started kind of the software development. And then even from there, you can, you can build and build, but if you're, if you don't have a true stranger from across the country or across the world, tell you, it's bad or it's good or it's terrible or it's awesome. Like it's, you're spinning your wheels. Um, and there's, I mean, there's definitely in the Silicon Valley and definitely in the tech community, there's the whole like minimum viable product. Right. That, that's, that's really true. So um, just getting something out there and like, if it's ugly, whatever, right. <laughs> like you're better off hearing from people who aren't your, your parents and your aunt and uncle who are going to tell you it's it's really good and you want to hear from the actual clients uh, and that can suck sometimes but sure. like at at the end of the day um you really get that like unbiased feedback and and it might actually really help you you, you never know who you're going to meet it could lead you to develop different features new services uh and something that you might not have even, even expected to to do no question. All right. That's, I think that's a good one. So start with the customer in mind in terms of the platform and the solution. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I guess an, another one would definitely be to be patient. Um, like you said, like one of the, for Trestle's case, like the value of the business goes up, the more listings we have and the more opportunities we have. Cause if you can guarantee that every buyer is going to find something that they're interested in, right. Um, for example, we have, we have restaurants. Chances are somebody's going to be interested in a restaurant that's fairly popular. But I mean, we have we have a, a moving company that only deals with kind of high net worth individuals. They're based in Los Angeles, um, and basically they deal with um, they make basically execute a seamless home and office relocation. Um, so, so whether it's NBA players, whether it's um, uh, office CEOs of big companies. Uh, it just, they just, they basically do everything. Uh, they not, it's not your typical moving company. And like I said, like they, the chance, it's just a, a very unique business. And, and it's, it's something that when the right buyer comes along, it's, it's perfect for them. But so to kind of circle back to Trestle is like the more often a buyer can come in and see that they, we have something for them, um, whether it's in their geographical area or price range or interests, um, all of those things are important. So um, the more we grow and the more 
listings we have, the more buyers we have, uh, it'll just kind of add up. So there, there is a kind of a level of um, like a, a threshold that we have to reach as far as users and listings that kind of makes us more valuable. So that therefore, we kind of just have to stay patient, keep working and uh, really play the, the long game, the sure. long, long run game. So absolutely. Yeah. And so if, if we have listeners that are interested in checking out some of your businesses or are potentially interested in selling, like what, where should they find you and how do they engage? Yeah. So um, the, the website is www.tressel.com, T-R-E-S-L-E.com. Um, and on the site, we can, um, we have a live chat. So if you're able to, we, we can schedule an appointment with you. If you'd like to speak with one of our team members, um, we, we have our, our office line, um, of course, posted on the website and then just our general, uh, help is hello at trestle.com, the email. And basically one of our team members will reach out to you within one or two business days. If you have any questions regarding selling. Um, generally for, for buyers, it's, it's more of they just want to browse and, and see what they have. Um, but sellers generally want to know because there's more of an emotional um, component to that. So they want to know more information, want to really know uh, that we're a trusted platform. So yeah, we're, we, have, we have staff that's able to kind of help people through that process. That is awesome. Well, hey, Joel, thank you so much for uh, jumping on the podcast. Love the, the love the platform and what you're enabling. That's just really, really cool. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. All right, thanks, Joel. For more information on today's topic or to access additional leadership content, tools, and resources, check out contenderbrands.com. Also, you can download other ContenderCast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store and Google Play Store. And remember, every winner started as a contender.